Our episodes contain graphic information that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Would you like some murder with your coffee? Welcome to Morning Murders. I'm Nicole. I'm Amanda. And I am Brenna. What? We are just, yeah. We <laughs> and we are three girls that like to sit around, drink coffee, and Damn. talk about true crime and other weird things. Yes. Other weird. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of episodes about the true crimes. We did have an episode that I brought to the table, which was just about like death stuff. The rules of death. The rules of death. We yeah. just talked about death. We talked we about the idea of death. We talked about what we think about death. We talked about what we want our have we thought about what we want our funerals to be? We thought about being mm-hmm. buried. We thought about we thought Amanda and I had panic attacks. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. We <laughs> lived through it. We did. Yep. Yeah. For now. Because it was me. Because it's you. Because it was me. Oh, so good. um I brought that episode because I thought it was kind of important. We talk about death a lot as a concept that happens, but we never really talked about it as like an idea itself. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate you guys going on that ride with me. Yeah. Um, now, today, I wanted to bring what you need to know when someone else dies. Because, like, everybody's going to die. It's pretty cool. Um, it's a cool thing we all have in common, is that everybody's yeah. going to die. So would you say, this is the rules of death part two? Two, the deafening. The deafening. Death's revenge. Oh, no. (laughs) Do you guys ever play The Sims? Yes. When, in like, not the first versions, I think it's like in the second or third, death comes and you can like bargain for your life by playing paper, (laughs) rock, scissors. I think you can, I think, I think death comes in the early ones, but I think you can't bargain. You cannot, yeah. Yeah, He does come, but you can only bargain in the later ones. That's And you're like, you can plead for your life, play paper, rock, scissors. Oh, death. Oh, death. Anyway. Um, Something that I was gonna, uh, something I'm gonna write this piece here soon because I do a show where it's like 30 plays in 60 minutes. Um, and each there's like serious ones that we have, and mm-hmm. I know there's this monologue I know I want to write about how I feel like everyone should keep a drawer of dildos. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, mm-hmm. like you don't have to use them all, that's not for you, that's for someone else to find later because <laughs> at some point, someone's gonna have to go through your stuff, and if they find a drawer of dildos, it would just be very delightful in what would otherwise be a dark situation. Okay, so, I digress. (laughs) So today, um, I have a bunch of resources that I'm going to be reading through that are literally just like, this is just what you need to do when someone else dies. I think um, sometimes in awful situations, we come upon people that are dead, and other times we are in a hospital, and uh, things are kind of like caseworkers and stuff. People will help take care of things for you. But there's just some stuff you need to know. Like, it's just good to know because in times where either, you know, someone else is dealing with a death or if you're there it's just good to know um also we talked about a ton of really great stuff last time that Mm -hmm. is what you can do while you are alive and capable um to prepare your assets and your stuff for other people Mm -hmm. so i'll touch on that too some of the stuff here but for the most part um we will like if if there's are things that you're like what there's things i need to prepare for when i die there's that episode look back on that the yes. rule, rules, rules of, of death. death, part one. Yes. Um, so this is like, first things first, uh, somebody dies. And the first thing that you have to do is get a legal pronouncement of death. We'll just jump right in. Okay. Um, so uh, 
usually, like, if you're in a nursing home or in a hospital, uh, the staff will handle it. They get you the legal thing of death. That's why a lot of times when we do, like, true crime stuff, I think we even had an episode that Amanda did recently where um, they weren't announced dead until they got to the hospital. Some Or maybe Nicole did. It's something like that, like. They oh, don't yeah. announce the death until they someone of a, a medical professional can announce the death. Yeah. So someone can be kind of dead on the scene, but sometimes they'll take the person like to the hospital to get the whole death. Just like how there's no deaths uh, at Disney, Disney World mm-hmm. because they bring them off from property yeah. to pronounce them dead. Yeah, yeah. similar yeah. to that. Yes. So an official declaration of death is the first step to getting a death certificate, and it's a critical piece of paperwork because you're going to need that for like. Everything. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys. I've worked. I worked for this bank. Um, that uh, they needed like whenever you, we had a whole process for what would happen, like bereavement process in case somebody died. They had to if they needed to close the, uh, the account in a for someone else because the person died. You needed to have the death certificate to like prove that the person's dead, so that oh, you yeah. can't just like falsely file all that shit and uh-huh. ru- ruin someone's life. Yeah, right? <laughs> when my stepfather died, my mom had to do all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's happened before where some people get, I, I need to find cases on this, but there are people that have been pronounced dead and they're like, everyone thought they're dead, but they just like were traveling or something. And like, Oh my God. <laughs> or it was just like a mistaken identity thing. Like, yeah, that's it can happen. People are, people can be pretty crazy. Um, so if, like, the hospital will take care of this, all of this for you, but if you come upon a body of someone, um, you do want to call 911 because then they can take them to the hospital and do the death certificate. And they're going to need that. Whoever is going to need that to be able to, like, continue the process of what happens after you die. Um, so you can have uh, – the other thing, too, is if you have a um, – a hospice, like a nurse living at home, like somebody that's taking care of somebody, they can declare the death. So, mm-hmm. like, for example, when we're older women and mm-hmm. we have a really nice lady or gentleman or the lady or otherwise a person taking care of us when we're very old <laughs> mm-hmm. and, you know, cleaning us and helping us do all those things, uh, they can declare when we die. When we're like very old and yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. we're paying them to do that pretty much. That's kind of basically what happened with like my, I called her grandma, my my great aunt when she she died in our house mm. and there was a nurse there that pronounced her dead and stuff. Yeah, and so with that, you need that uh, death certificate to be able to like um, essentially bring that to everything. You go like they don't need a cell phone anymore. They like you can essentially contact everybody with all that information. And if you have that book. That we were talking about, mm-hmm. um, the the big book that I'll link again in this episode. Um, it'll have all those like passwords and information to be able to like contact T-Mobile and do all that kind of stuff. Um, usually with a death certificate, it bypasses a lot than when somebody's missing. Because if someone's missing, they you're they're still respecting their privacy. Mm-hmm. But usually with a death certificate, you can just be like, "Cool, all right, I'm gonna shut this down." Um, so uh, you obviously you want to get the death certificate. You also want to. Um, there's all these, like, when I was looking up on even, like, AARP.com and, like, all that kind of stuff because they have a ton of great, um, a wealth of information um, as well as, like, even, like, consumerreports.org. Like, all those things they have because huh. it's a it's a inevitable thing. Like, mm-hmm. people die and then you have, you accumulate stuff and things and life in that time. Mm-hmm. So um, there's all sorts of really interesting resources that I will link here as well. Um, one thing that gets brought up, which I think is interesting you don't think about because it feels like an of course is to tell friends and family like tell people that this person died Mm. um that way there's it's like making the announcement it's like an obituary any that kind of thing like make some sort of announcement if like just because people need that like 
I know that we've we've had friends and family die over the past few years in the world of social media where we only find out through someone else telling us, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And um, it's just important. I, you know, some people like, it's like, oh, my business, none of their business. Sometimes it's like, we know so many people throughout our lives that it's important to just like, hey, this is the completion of that, of that circle. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's yeah. important for processing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously if this, with this person, you want to find out if they had any funeral or burial plans. That's also super important. Um, if you have a big book, all that's put there, but you know, that's why it's important to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's scary to talk about and it sucks and it feels shitty. And also once we know that step's kind of taken care of, mm-hmm. um, so within a few days, you want to make sure that the burial or cremation arrangements are all kind of set and good to go. Um, you need to make sure that if they had any sort of, like, military stuff, you talk to the veterans organization. There's, like, all sorts of people you want to contact and let know with the death certificate. <laughs> there was a funny, I want to quote it. Um, the AARP has a thing that says, uh, get a friend or relative who is a wordsmith to write an obituary. Hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> who is a wordsmith? <laughs> get someone to write something for you. Um so, yeah, you want to make sure that, like, their vehicle and their home is all locked up and ready to go. And if there's, like, watering any plants, like, these are all things, like, if someone else is dead, you want to kind of yeah, make pets. sure yeah. pets gets brought up. You want to make sure pets are good. That's if you have that big book, too. Make sure that there's somewhere in your home easily available to see, like, just if there's any, like, feeding schedule for the animals. Even if it's not, like, just if it's there. Because someone will eventually look at, like, oh, it's on the fridge. You know, you just want to have that there and available to them. Yeah, I I mean, not for these reasons, but I do have on mine Ben's food schedule and, like, when he gets insulin and how much insulin. It's to remind myself, but... If anything did happen, someone could right. see that and, like, right make there. sure my dog's okay. <laughs> yeah, they even say to have that, like, that you have animals at home just in something on your person, mm, just in case smart. there's, like, a car accident or anything like that. Like, people can see that. Um, and then the other thing is you want to uh, – there's a forwarding thing for mail as well. Mm. So, yeah, you want to make sure that the mail gets forwarded and also that their employer knows. Mm. That's also one of those really important things. It's, like, the biggest thing is, like, there's always this this huge wealth of, like, emotion with death that we forget that, like, we touch so many people throughout our day. Like, and we are around so many people without even knowing it. And a lot of people know about our comings and goings or, like, anything that, like, it's important for them to know if we aren't coming back around, you mm-hmm. know, that's all within the first couple of days. And about like two weeks after the death, you want to get this, the certified copies of death certificates. Sometimes they say get 10 copies um, because they're going to be sent out everywhere. Like the yeah. bank, the phone, mm. the bills, like they say, just get a ton of copies. Um, sometimes they charge you for those. Mm. Um Okay, so you're going to want to, when you go to get the death certificates, you're going to want to go through the registrar's office. So, and they make you, like, each county is different, um, but those things cost money to get those documents. Mm. So, yeah, and they have to be certified. You can't just make 10 copies. Yeah, my my friend was like, oh, just make copies. Oh, no, they have to be certified. They have to be certified. (laughs) Yeah, so um, it's to, like, that's, you send it to your insurance. You send this, these are the 10 copies. You send to everything. Um, then you also want to make sure that there's a will and an executor, like you find out that kind of stuff for this person. You need to make sure that there's somebody that was like given an executor of that estate and all that kind of stuff. And then you also want to meet with, uh, trusts and estates attorneys, if that's something that anybody did beforehand. Mm. Um, the reason, like if there is no file of things, there's nowhere to like put stuff. So Mm. it's up to like the family to kind of organize where everything goes. That's why like in the last episode when we talked about this, you want to kind of get all this organized before all that because Mm. it's pretty crazy if you don't 
do any of that. You have the whoever's left over has to like go through all of it and go like, okay, then who takes care of this? Okay, then who pays for this? It all just kind of gets worked out between people, and it's just so much easier if you get everything notarized and taken care of. Yeah, um, it stops a lot of fights probably from happening too when there's a person already designated. Right, and you want to make sure that you like go through legal people like a CPA. You want to get a CPA because just in case the estate has to get, file a tax return because mm-hmm. of how much money it is. Like it's so boring stuff but also things like if you get experts in like a CPA or an estate attorney and all that kind of stuff they will just take care of it for you and walk you through it because most Mm -hmm. of the time it's just the need to sit down with paperwork Mm -hmm. and get all that worked out but you just need to get the right person in the room with you to just go oh that's what this is this is this and that is that and like all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then they also like death is so expensive so you also are gonna have to you not only have to pay for all the death certificates but you'll have to pay for probate which is the process of them going through all of those assets like it's like a person I know death is a pain in the ass mm. that's why if you get everything done beforehand you won't have to go through probate or all of your assets um, won't have to go through probate mm-hmm. awesome uh, so you make the we already know that we want to make sure that there is an inventory of all the assets that this person didn't do themselves and that they track down those assets all the bills that you want to send all those death certificates off to um, you have to cancel the services and that's what you're getting the, the death certificate for um, though, so also there's the thing with the passports you can keep them or you can actually return them um, mm. but obviously you can keep them as a memento it, you know whatever I think it's just the the fear of like losing it and someone using it before it's mm. expired oh, and yeah. pretending to be somebody else mm-hmm. but that's always the case is you want to like you can send in a um, the passport um, like with identity theft you you can just send it in like back and then say it's canceled with the de- with the death certificate if you really want to mm. um, so does that like prevent people from taking on the identity, the identity yeah. of a dead person because like yeah. I mean in shows I see that I don't like know real stories but you know oh this person was saying that they were this person they've been dead for 15 years yeah because they because <laughs> they found there's something out there that didn't like that didn't get filed or something oh, okay. that said that they were dead so the name pops up but doesn't pop up I see so these are the um this is like the full list of places you want to send your death certificate to the social security administration your life insurance companies uh banks because so you can be like, close this account. No one can steal this identity. Um, financial advisors and stockbrokers, credit agencies. Um, and then you can also cancel the driver's license. That's another. It, a lot of it is, like you were saying, we just need to make sure that there's no weird identity theft or, like, mm-hmm. something going on under this person's name for a super long time. So you want to close, like, credit card accounts, insurance policies, delete um, any social media accounts, which I know some of them... Um, they have m- memorial accounts now on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody I've heard about it. Yeah, looked. It's so weird being in a modern like world where um, we can have dead people online. Like, there's like so many. Isn't that so interesting? Like, mm-hmm. there's like people that were alive that started accounts that just like sit there. It's weird. And, like, sometimes I'll type something in and a friend that has passed will pop up. And, like, it's – I don't usually get a happy feeling. I usually get really sad. And I'm like, oh, why is this – I mean, I understand why it's still there, but it just, like, makes me sad. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's an interesting – it's interesting. And then there's going to be some point where there's going to be more dead people on on the inter- online than there are living people. That's really weird. <laughs> yeah. That's like thinking about graves, right? Like de- more dead people buried or have headstones than people on the earth. Right. Ooh. Yeah. That's weird to think it's about. It's so crazy. So yeah, so death is death is wild. 
wild. Um, so yeah, closed email accounts. Um, they also say something about updating voter registration. So these are all things that you're just like sending out death certificates to. Mm. There's all these other resources that I that I found that I'm going to link to this that go into detail with like how you want to make arrangements for the body. Like if it's going to be you have to you have to find like transporting a body and ordering a casket and finding a funeral director, which some places like Palm or Davis or you know. Uh, Dignity Health now owns so many things that, mm-hmm. like, they'll just, they do it all for you. Just a lot of money, but mm-hmm. so a lot of these places will take care of stuff for you. Um, another thing to note and just to kind of keep in mind is that um, if you come upon, like, if, if it's, like, a crime scene, like, if there's a body at a crime scene, um, they are not, the, the police don't clean that up for you. Mm-mm. Um, you have to call in a group. What were you- okay, so yeah. <laughs> um, there's a group I follow on Instagram. It's a uh, crime scene cleaning, and they're called Spalding Decon, and they do crime scene, drug lab, and hoarding cleanup, um, mold and water damage restoration, and they've got YouTube videos, all kinds of things. But I look at their stuff all the time, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's like crime scenes, like there's blood, or it's a person that died alone in the apartment, and like you don't think about what happens and, like, all the fluids that, like, yes. seep into you the like ground and what it takes to clean to the it. Couch yeah, well, no. there's, like, outlines of bodies on these carpets sometimes because the person fell and, mm. like, nobody found them for days. Right. And then they also do, like, there was one where it was an ex-girlfriend came in and fucking fucked up the place and they came in and cleaned it. But she fucking destroyed it. Wow. There's shit everywhere. And literally shit too. So it's like crazy. But they're a really cool group. I super recommend checking them out. But yeah, like nobody thinks about that. There's also that movie, um, Sunshine Cleaners, what was it called? Mm. And that's about us two sisters. Oh, right, right, right. That clean up crime scenes. I always thought that was really interesting. And then there's that one show, I think it was on Hulu, called The Cleaning Lady. That's the whole point, is that they kind of, like, trusted her to clean up after their yeah. models. Oh, their murders. Yes, sometimes they'll come, they'll give you, like, a business card or something, but it's not their obligation to clean up the the scene mm-hmm. after that. So it's just, it's something to remember. You're going to have to call in a cleanup crew. Mm-hmm. Um, with experience that I've had in the past, uh, it's, they, they can clean it. So that it looks like nothing happened sometimes. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. They'll do, uh, the the group I follow on Instagram, they'll often do before and after pictures. So you can see, like, what was there before and then what they made it look like. And it's not even replacing carpet. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in, it's important, like, um, it's important to just know some of the stuff, like, with, with you know, calling and uh, coming upon a dead body because it's an unfortunate um, reality for a lot of people just to know what should happen next mm-hmm. and it's also important because some people really want to die with dignity so if you know like what's going to happen after the fact in someone's like end of life care like we've talked about mm-hmm. uh, the death wives and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. like which they are there's all these classes and stuff now on like how to become something like a death doula um, and stuff like that our bean Chloe and I were actually talking about this um, when she listened to that episode and mm. that's something she wants to look into doing yeah because yeah, she's already a nurse and mm. so she's seen she's seen both she's seen births and she's seen deaths like her entire career and when we t- when you talked about that in the last when we did the other episode she thought that was fascinating and, and really wants to look into doing that was there anything that came up like from the last episode or even just from stuff today that um like you guys thought about or people approached you about or any of ideas with death or anything like that um, something that Chloe said um, that she's always thought, and then also after listening to that episode too, is that uh, birth and death are very similar. 
Um, Mm -hmm. And so, like, as she's in her career gone through all of that, she's seen that and, like, felt what that's like. Like, they're both very similar. And, like, to have someone present for both is such a wonderful thing. And and what comes to mind, too, is the Death Cab for Cutie song Mm -hmm. or what Sarah said because, like, what she it's about a woman who dies and um what she said was love is watching someone die so it's like being there with them mm-hmm. and that's both birth and death yeah. you know yeah it's it's um it's interesting and it's it's so like ugh, like boring and like frustrating that like this thing like that with death and life being so closely intertwined mm-hmm. that we have to also take care of all this like paperwork you know yeah. like like that's like part of it that's why it's just really smart to do kind of what we talked about last time and take some time to think about death, even though it is really scary and fucking mm-hmm. crazy, but just so that it is taken care of. Because, like, um, if somebody dies without a will or an estate plan, um, it's called intestate. When this happens, state intestacy laws and the courts will decide the fate of all the assets in an estate. Mm. So you don't get to decide shit. shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a more detailed and in-depth breakdown, I'm going to, like, put uh, the link for, like, what happens when you die without a will in there. Um, we don't have to really get into it because, like, it is – it's literally just, like, the state determines, like, what people don't claim or what people can't rightfully claim if they can't come and go, like, this belongs to me because of this. Mm-hmm. The state's like, cool, it all belongs to everybody, and it, they'll distribute it to, like um, – charities and state stuff. Does it also, uh, like, age make a difference? Like, if they're um, 18 or under, then their parents have a say, even if they don't have a will? Or would that Yeah, state... because you're still you're still technically a minor. minor. Yeah, okay. so, like, you don't really, not a ton of those assets, there's not, like, a ton of kids that have assets, and if True. they do, it's something, usually when the asset is created, there's, like, already something put into, like, yeah, makes sense. what happens after, mm-hmm. especially if they're a minor. There's always, like, a, a guardian, mm-hmm. like, person that is in charge of that stuff mm-hmm. so yeah and the other thing too to remember is like if you um the other reason why i was going to add the link um at the bottom like what happens if you die without a will is because every state is different <laughs> so everybody does it a little bit differently mm. um but this one was kind of short and fast because like there's only so much that can be done once a person dies and we talked about a ton of stuff in the last episode which i'm sure we'll we'll link as well oh yeah um but something that is super important that didn't really get brought up in any of my research um some of it hints on it but is to um talk about it like uh talk about like invent and uh connect with somebody um when a death happens uh because i know it can be some people can feel nothing and be fine and whatever but i think it's important also to um, celebrate the life of a person that you miss and um, don't of a person you don't like it's also okay to be like angry and want it to be done and over with like mm-hmm. that happens too that's mm-hmm. there's definitely those situations that arise but um, it's not something that has to take you away from your loved ones in your life so it's good to just be informed so that it doesn't feel as overwhelming because death's a crazy thing mm-hmm. so that's why I really wanted to make sure I touched on, like, this is just, you got to make sure, get all these things in the back of your mind. So when you're listening to this on your on your commute, <laughs> it's like, it can just go in one ear and out the other, but I hope a couple things will stick. And most of it is to just, like, empower yourself, get your stuff, keep your side of the street in order, so that if and when the time comes, it'll just be easy for everybody involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any final sips? Um, 
Um, it's interesting that just like, cause I've experienced some of this. I didn't directly, um, do a lot of it, but like I've had family members and friends obviously pass. And so I've kind of seen some of it from the outside and like seeing what like my mom went through with my stepfather. I was actually working on ships at the time. So I wasn't even here when it was all going down and like how difficult it was for her to get all the death certificates and get all this stuff. And cause people weren't really helping her a lot and she was by herself. So like, you're right, being informed and kind of knowing what to do and taking steps ahead of time is just helpful for whoever's left for like to pick up those pieces once you're gone. Um, and the, the more we can do to help that process, then the less, you know, time that person needs to spend thinking about the boring stuff, as you said, and can focus on healing and like honoring the person versus like, oh my God, where are these things that I have to figure out and shut down and like do all this stuff. If that's all like organized and we know what to do, it makes that step a lot easier to just get past and like, okay, it's done. And now we can do whatever we want to do as far as celebrating this person or moving on or healing, whatever the next step for you as a human is mm-hmm. versus like, let's fill out paperwork. Yeah. I guess I learned just like set your loved ones up for success because it's mm-hmm. going to be hard no matter what. Mm-hmm. Try to make it as easy for them as possible because they're going to miss you. And I know that like for myself personally, I'd be like, ah, the paperwork, I don't know. And I just would shut down. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, I guess that's what we learned today is just love each other, take care of each other, set everybody up for success. And I know it's really hard to talk about and weird mm-hmm. to talk about, but it's one of those very necessary things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, death is a is kind of a fucked up thing. So in the time that you were alive, like, you know, my my story about the dildos is we had a friend who passed away and I was uh, with the family when they were going into his apartment to find the clothes for his funeral mm-hmm. for that that he was going to wear in his casket. And the family was looking through stuff and um, there was one of his sex toys around <laughs> and it gave this incredibly sad, like morose, like quiet apartment moment, like to hear like their mom laugh Mm -hmm. like because Mm -hmm. she found the sex toy like not knowing like that that was going to be what was going to be there Mm -hmm. she laughed so hard and it just I think it's just that kind of thing like they there's a saying that death is for the living Mm -hmm. and so I think like you know if we can just at the very least like it's I'm sure that wasn't their intention to leave a sex toy out and the fact that that got to happen and there got to be a laugh during a time where it was so sad. It was, you know, I'm an advocate for that. I'm like, leave. people are going to have to go through all your stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to be dead, so the embarrassment's gone. So mm-hmm. might as well just have a weird drawer full of stuff. Oh, yeah. I'd rather make them laugh. Yeah, make <laughs> them laugh. Yeah. Um, Thank you guys so much yeah, for thank you, thank you for bringing up the hard topics and doing it with such grace. And yeah, teaching yes. us a lot. And beans, if you have any questions or anything, feel free to write in, and we can like always kind of periodically like check in with those questions and be like, by the way, this bean wrote this in, and this is what you yeah. should do. Like, yeah. we've been doing the research, so I'm happy to answer any questions. Like, what happens with this? I'll be like, guess what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you can reach out on our Instagram. You can direct message us on uh, Morning Murders Instagram, or you can also email us at morningmurders at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brenna. Thanks, Beans. Thank you, Beans. Thanks, Beans. Thanks, Beans. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to go drink some more coffee yeah, that's <laughs> or maybe some wine anyways yeah. uh, we will see you again on another episode of morning murders 
Thank you for listening to Morning Murders. Remember to stop by every Monday for a new episode. And you can always check out our resources and mental health links in our show notes. If you enjoyed listening to our highly caffeinated conversation, please leave us a five-star rating and check us out on Instagram. At Morning Murders. That's at M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G-M-U-R-D-E-R-S. If you have any stories you'd like to hear discussed around the breakfast nook, email us at morningmurders at gmail.com. Thank you for listening! hear a robot say it? Intestacy. 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 Yeah, I want to like add four more T's. Intestacy. Yeah. Intestacy. Intestacy. Okay. Okay.